Hello and welcome to show 18 of 50 Grapes of Grey. I've been running this show for months and I still can't get the name right half the time. You just want to call it 50 Shades of Grey, don't you? You can barely get your kids' names right half the time. What's that, Doris? Again, welcome back. Um, uh, today, this week, same as last week, I'm at home uh, with in the studio with uh, Lainey. Hello. Uh, Claire's still um, on a two-week isolation <laughs> down, well, yeah, holiday down at a holiday. <laughs> And uh, again, we've got the ginger tosser, Paul, in Cardiff. Yeah, welcome back. I'm back. Everybody's back. Apart from Claire, who's on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got I Laney, swap we've got with you all. You can all have this cane. Yeah, we, we haven't got Laney. It's Brenda. I've got, got a cane. It's called I've, Rachel. I've got four of them here. Yeah, four of them here. Not for I've long. got a cane. It's called Rachel and the Kids. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, I get rid of a load this week. And uh, this weekend, I'm only ending up with Damien. That's it. Two well, of them down down the back. I don't know if she saw, I don't know if she saw on, the, uh, on the messenger, but I got found out about the podcast. I yeah, think. yeah. Oh, yes, I saw that. <laughs> what did she say? I sort of got up to go to the toilet and she's there cleaning and looking at me with a scowled face. I'm like, what are you listening to? She went, I don't listen to the podcast, do I? (laughs) 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 Oh dear, so, right, we'll start with the usual. What's happened this week? Eeny, meeny, miny. I don't mind. You can go first then. So obviously mum's had her op, so she's a bit out of it most of the time back to normal it isn't a change um she's never been with it that's true not much has happened this week but my day has been very eventful today i nearly died twice um, why <laughs> as i said to you and mum i went on a lovely walk with temperance today and there's a slight incline that you have to go up and down and as i was coming down it i went down too quick and i nearly ended up falling on my face and skidding all the way down the hill (laughs) okay and then i was in the shower earlier right and i feel something on my arm i'm like what is that i look over and there's this massive spider on my arm and i nearly fall and crack my head open (laughs) because it's just there okay then Um, what else I found out how annoying my laugh is because I was listening to the podcast and I was like oh my god just shut up already (laughs) (laughs) everybody hates their own voice and their laugh and I got a massive sunburn oh yeah uh, I patted you on the shoulders yeah he he, he slapped me straight on the shoulders today and I was like ow in all fairness I didn't know (laughs) if I'd have known I'd done it much harder (laughs) Oh, yeah, other than that, that's it. Who wants to go next? Uh, Well, absolutely nothing really has happened here apart from the fact of um, last Monday before the the podcast, I had to come to Boston to do my COVID test. She said this last week. Which was all fine. Um, Comes back to mum's. Thinking that's it now until Thursday till I go in. Takes mum shopping because she can't get out very often. I sat in the car and I get the phone call from the hospital. Can you have a blood test done? Because if you don't, you're not having your operation. This was Wednesday and I was going in at half past seven the next morning. So I had to do a three hour round trip just to go back to Boston, just for a five-second blood test. I'm going to say, it's not, a, it's not like he's just round the corner, is it? It's like 50, 60 no. miles. <coughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they did try to ring mum's doctors to see if they could do it, but unfortunately they didn't have anyone that could. Mm. So, um, yeah, other than that, um, operation sort of went okay, as far as I'm aware. Did it like? 
<laughs> it went okay. <laughs> as far as she's aware, she's still <laughs> alive, but yeah, she's breathing. <laughs> Glenn's really pissed off because. Tell me about it. Not only did they make me go in on the Wednesday for this blood test, um, when I went for my pre-op, they told me I didn't need my sleep machine. Okay. They didn't take it. And then when I went to the hospital on Thursday, they told me I needed it and they wouldn't do the operation without it. So poor Glenn had to do another three-hour round trip to go and pick, pick my sleep machine up at my mum's. Drive all the way back to the hospital to drop it off because he's not allowed in and uh <laughs> they finally get me down to um theater get it all over and done with i go back they finally get up back onto the ward to be told that i have to stay in overnight this was only supposed to be a day case paul glenn has been wandering around town all day on his own waiting for me to come home and the poor git just got told he had to go home so it's run pissed off with me. And then I had to come back and pick me up on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's happened to me this week. That's bad. I pissed my husband off. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, Paul, what's happened to you? I've nearly died of shock. The kids are cleaning the bedroom without asking. Bloody hell. Did they listen to the podcast last week? I don't know, but they've tied it <laughs> their bedroom without asking, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, Liz's point of view is there is something she's after, so I'm guessing that's got something to do with it. <laughs> um, I found out this morning I could be jobless in 30 days. Yeah, you're saying. I know I, I, know I wanted to get out of the place, but that's not the way I wanted to go. No. The family's still playing that annoying Animal Crossing. <laughs> I've not got re- I've not got round to writing to the government yet to get it banned, of which Rachel said over her dead body. <laughs> so, that can be arranged. That can be arranged. That's attempting me even more to write to, uh, to <laughs> Boris Johnson and explain my predicament. Well, showing off uh, a teddy bear on camera doesn't work on a podcast, mother. Oh no, this is not me personally. Do I? What's that? It's a ball it looks nothing like Bulbasaur. Oh, it does. Anyway, right, back to what you were doing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to write to Boris Johnson and get it confirmed now, officially, that it's going to be banned in the UK. Cool. Um, apart from that, nothing else much, really. Fair enough. Well, as Claire just said, and Lady just said, uh, Claire's had a, her operation. Um complete fuck up from start to finish right um after going down to pick her up taking her all the way from scunthorpe well near enough scunthorpe to grimsby for the operation and then waiting around for two hours and then going back to scunthorpe to pick a machine up and then back to grantham and then waiting another four hours and then being told to go home, so driving back to Boston, and then the next day driving from Boston to Grantham to pick her back up, to go all the way back to Scunthorpe, to come all the way home to Boston. I've done 410 miles. <laughs> I'm not going to give that many back. I've spent money I haven't got transporting you and back and forth to the bloody hospital. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, because I've got no bloody money and I had to do it. Oh dear. I know. Right, but while I was down, um, Claire's mum, seeing Claire, right? Now, this relates to what uh, we've just been, literally just been talking about with Bulbasaur or whatever crap you're showing on the TV, <laughs> right? on the monitor. Right? She's now got into crocheting, right? Which means not only will she ignore me while she's playing the game, when she's I'm not playing the game, game, she can now crochet and ignore me. Because while I was down the, uh, down seeing her a month, considering I haven't seen her for like two weeks properly, right? She completely ignored me. <laughs> well, look on the bright side. She can crochet your uh, willy warmer. <laughs> there isn't enough wool. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right, anyway, moving on. Will you stop showing things on the bloody camera? It doesn't work on the podcast. <laughs> That's about the right size. I know why you're showing it. Really warmer. You better start already. I'm showing Paul your Willy Warmer. Piss off. Oh, that's rather small, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the point. In the winter. <laughs> a smaller one. Right, anyway, back to the podcast. But what we're supposed to be doing. Um, I've been binge watching Dempsey and Makepeace, reliving my youth of crap, fancying uh, Glennis Barber. Wah! Uh, oh, still good. It's crap. You don't have to watch it. This is. A detective show from my childhood. Now nah, I've got a 40 inch TV now and an Amazon Fire TV stick. I don't need to go downstairs anymore. Good. I look forward to not seeing you. I go downstairs to go to the toilet and you, uh, this use is the my section, not yours. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> how, long, how long before you get a toilet and a shower cubicle in your bedroom? As soon as possible. When she goes to uni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when did this to sit, turn into a bad lady and not me? Since forever. <laughs> right, I'm going to turn the mic off. <laughs> you're a dad, you're not important. Yeah, sorry about it. Yeah. No, no, my bloody show, I do no, most of the work. You're a good bad dad. My bloody yeah, show, I do most of the work. Shut the fuck up, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn all of you off. You do that all right. I do most of the time with Claire anyway. <laughs> But anyway, right, we'll skip that bit since I couldn't get my two pennies worth in. So we'll go to the gripes. Who wants to go first? I'll let first scenes. I've just been awkward. Mum went first last time, you go first. I don't care. My gripe this week is the fact that you seem to think I'm on bloody holiday. I'm not on bloody holiday. Just to do with Apart from the pain, what? What have you had to do? Crochet. Well then, that's a fucking holiday. I've been waiting on hand and foot, it's lovely. That's a fucking holiday then. Oh no, I'm, I'm really poorly. Yeah, you look it. I've got four holes. You've got four holes? Yeah. Holes looking, looking shot. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Right, I've got four open wounds. No, sorry. Why am I apart? <laughs> this again? Oh, but anyway, if you're that bothered, I would gladly swap place with you, and you can put up all the pain. I think you can sit in a hot taxi all day, and I'll put up with these four brats. That's fine. You sit and cope with this pain. Fair enough. What, you mean the one next to me? <laughs> I'm no, not that bad. What Claire's saying is, <clears throat> you can go to June's, be in quarantine for two weeks. And deal with that I've pain. Having the wounds Claire's got while knitting your own woolly warmer. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fine. <clears throat> uh, yes, right, so, uh, Paul, you can go next. What's your complaint with your missus? Be very careful, because she probably listens. <laughs> I haven't got a gripe on good list. She's, a, she's lovely, is she? She's been brilliant. Yeah. She's lovely playing Animal Crossing. I've got a problem with the Switch, honest. <laughs> okay, then. Bollocks! <laughs> that the fact that she can't make a fucking coffee when they ask her, and it takes her two fucking hours. <laughs> That's mum. That's that sounds mom. very familiar. It's your turn to make a coffee. So, okay. So, for instance, Ethan. if it's seven o'clock at night, I'll go, babe, do you mind making a coffee? She'll go, yeah, yeah, in a minute, bab. Go oh, talking nine o'clock, mate. She's still sat there. Uh, Claire, I'll ask her to make a coffee. Every now and again, I'll ask her one to make one. And she'll go, you're right. Ethan! Or... Tat lady! Or temperance. Or temperance now, because she makes one. Right, can you make a coffee? <laughs> no, I asked I you for one. The I only time I get one is first thing in the morning. I asked my kids to make me a coffee, and all I get is, do it yourself, you've got legs. 
<laughs> yeah, if we did that, we'd end up with coffee on our head. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> hang on. I'll provide for you lot. I'll put a roof <laughs> over your head. I'll work my fucking hardest, yeah? I'll do, like, you know, I'm a really good person. I'll buy you keep telling yourself you that. Want. Right, so you know, I'll look after you really well. I want one thing, and you tell me to do it myself. Yeah. Okay. You want that? You go out and earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Right. So my gripe is, and again, I haven't really seen her properly, apart from the fact that she ignored me the other day, which I, now I do gripe, but okay. We'll leave that for another time, right? Is the fact of she quite often had to go in hospital. She's had several operations and sort of obviously children and things like that, right? And you know, she spends the time in there, feet up on the bed, being looked after another fucking holiday, right? Anyway, eventually it comes to the time of going home, right? And she'll ring me, right? Going. Right, I've finished now, you can come and pick me up. Right? It's like, this Friday. Right, Friday, she rings me up, I'm at home. Right, you can come and pick me up. I'm, I, yeah, they say I can go home, brilliant. Right, it's fair enough. Right, so I finished watching my TV programme, which is another, what, quarter hour, 20 minutes. Right, gets in the car, buggers off to pick her up, so you're looking, what, an hour and a half? Gets to the hospital, I'm not, I'm not quite ready yet. Yeah, they've, they've still got to do this and they've still got to do that. Why fucking ring me until you are ready? Why ring me until they've got the medication and yeah, they've actually said, right, we're kicking you out the door right now. <laughs> then ring me, so when I turn up, I'm not wagging around like a twat for an hour. You weren't waiting around for an hour, it wasn't. No, long. fair enough, it was 20 minutes, right? But usually... Right, when it's a pilgrim and I have to go and pick up a pilgrim, I've quite often sat there for an hour waiting for them. Yeah, but you get to sit with me. Unfortunately, this Why do I want to sit with you? I'm at home watching telly. Because it's right? a holiday in the hospital. Exactly. I'm at, I'm at home watching telly. I have to come and pick you up. And then you're not ready. It's not my fault. It's the staff's fault, obviously. Yeah, the no, staff. You're waiting to get all the paperwork and the uh, medication in your hand and then go, right, I'll ring you up now. I'm ready. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Well, it should. Well, no. You rang him pre prematurely. Yeah. Before you got the medicine and made him come out. Yeah. For no reason. You wasn't ready. Well, in all fairness, they said I didn't need any medication when I phoned him. And then they decided I did. And then they left me sat there. And then told me I didn't need it. There you go. It is Pilgrim Hospital we're on about. No, this is Grantham. Grantham, they're worse. <laughs> right, it's the only COVID-free hospital at the moment. Is it? Yep. Can't be. You've just been in there. Uh, I've got proof my COVID <laughs> test was negative. <laughs> Till next week. Uh, okay, then. Finally, what's your complaint with us, then? Well, I have two separate ones. Right, my complaint with you is that you are a bully in public. I'm a yeah. bully in public? Yeah, we'll go uptown, we'll go uptown, and next thing I know, he starts poking me really yeah. hard in my arm. I'm like, please stop it, yeah. right? Or he'll start punching me lightly, and you'll stand there and you'll go, this is child abuse. And literally no one, no one looks around and goes, oh, he's hurting that child. I'm going to intervene. No, 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 no. They just stand there and they just walk past. And I'm just like, ow. Ow. Megan used to do. See, this is the problem, right? Megan left home. Now, usually I used to pick on Megan, but Megan was one who would fight back. Well, if we do fight back. And arguments in town, right? Embarrassing mother totally. But you're not. You, you're not as fun. You don't hit back. No, if I hit back, you'll go, ow, ow, this is parent abuse. This is parent abuse. And make a scene. Then people start looking. Yeah, make a scene. <laughs> I'm just astonished at the walking past you and not stood there filming it with their bloody, uh, cameras on the phones. <laughs> See? Um, <laughs> it happens, isn't it? 
<laughs> my, my gripe with mum is that she hoards paperwork. She hoards paperwork, right? We have paperwork from when Ethan was in year two of primary, but we never seem to get rid of any paperwork. And then as soon as you need an important letter, she'll go rooting through these three bags of paperwork and she's like, I can't find it. I can't find it in this whole mass of paperwork. And I'm like, really? Well, you've hoarded it for the past five years. you it out. And we're like, no, we don't <laughs> throw it out. <laughs> Think about throwing things out. We get moaned at. Yep. <laughs> I like my paperwork from when Ethan was in year two because it's half of his bloody reports and yes. stuff. Yes, it's nice. Not when he's sat in the front fucking room taking up space. Not when it's a uh, when it's a letter about a non-uniform day <laughs> from two thousand and flipping twelve. <laughs> Maybe I want to keep that letter from 2012. Was it? Is it an important letter? No, that non-school uniform. So bin it. She's there. Find it. Bin it. <laughs> well, I've had a bit enough. of a call, but she ain't gonna know. I've had a bit of a call the other week, but. <laughs> Oh dear, so you finished that? Yeah, that's, those are my gripes. What? It's not, it's not just me that hoards the paperwork, it's also Glyn, who doesn't no. do paperwork away. Nowhere near as bad. I'm not saying that you... I would throw paper. paperwork out, but I daren't. Otherwise I'll end up paying £25 for a new form. Mm. Uh, that will turn up, I'm sure it will. <laughs> it's because Mum's got so much paperwork that I can't fucking find it. Buried oh, in all that paperwork way. that you've checked in your grey folder that four times. Oh, fine. Yeah, but did you do a man look or did you do a woman look? I took every <laughs> piece of paper out and looked properly. <laughs> okay, stop did, being sexist. You did a woman look then. <laughs> stop being sexist. I'm not being sexist. I know that I know for a fact that I do a man look 24 7. I'm like, hmm, yeah, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but if, if you finish, we'll move on. So, great with the kids. We'll start with Paul this time. Great with the kids? Yeah. They don't listen to you. Full stop. Yeah, pretty especially, much. <laughs> especially, exactly. when got, especially when you've got um, a 12-year-old who thinks it's okay to start staying up until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, with her mum playing bloody Animal Crossing. Sounds like a certain nine-year-old downstairs. Yeah, we shouldn't stay up with, stay up with uh, Claire. She stays up with you. I tell her to go to bed. And you sort of look at her at half eleven and you go, bedtime. And she just goes, looks up like that. Gives you a gone out look and goes back to her game. <laughs> and she says, okay. It's like... I, you just sit there totally amazed and like, I've just told you it's your bedtime. <laughs> and she just sits there ignoring you, playing on this switch. Tell you, mate, they'd need to be banned. Put a pin on it. No, no. Do what I threatened to do before. Right? Smash it with a the If they're going to bed at like 11, 12 at night. Good idea. Right? Say again. If they're going to bed at like 11, 12 at night, then yeah. get up early. That, yeah. say five, and wake them up. Mm -hmm. Now that's a good idea. Dad used to try and keep me up all night just to show me how it feels when I when I used to be really loud at night. He used to drag me downstairs and went, you're staying up all night so that you know how it feels. And I'm like, yeah, I'm used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> just wake them up really early. So then when they complain they're tired, go to bed earlier. I mean, one day I stayed up from 4 p.m. To, no, it's 7am to 4pm the next day. Because I'm this isn't about you. dummy. <laughs> is this turning into the Laney it show? It certainly is turning into yeah. the Laney show. Sorry. Right, anyway, so, uh, anything else to add? No, that's about it. The others have been pretty decent, to be fair. Mm, fair enough. Claire? My gripe this week is that none of the kids seem to miss me. 
That was last week. That was last week. No, it's got worse. I still, I think if I never turned back up home, they wouldn't care. Please come back. Well, I'm not going to say you're lying, but... Hang on, hang on. We're not at the end of the show yet. You can't say that. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> I reckon that if I never come back home, that the kids would be quite happy just to live with you. Yeah, probably. Can we switch parents? <laughs> <laughs> Do you realise mum's tougher on you than I am? Right, yeah. 90% of the arguments in the house are you and Claire. Yeah, but if I ask her for something, she'll give me what I want. And the reason what I'm saying no at the moment is because we've got no money for what you want. And I've been saying the same thing. Yeah. Hey, I'm paying for my own tattoo. What do you want out of interest? Tattoo. Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> An album that's worth like 25 quid. Oh yeah, Mum's gonna say yes to that. She did last time. She did last time. She was like, "You paid for it." Yeah, but originally she paid for it out of her own money, and then she didn't ask me for it for like a week. So she was the mug that bought it for me. <laughs> oh dear. Right, my gripe with the kids. Right. Um, I'm struggling to think of one for a, for a while because they haven't been too bad. Until today, right? And my gripe is with Lainey. I thought this wasn't the Lainey show. Let's cut. I thought this wasn't the Lainey show. (laughs) My gripe is that Lainey was moaning and arguing with her nine-year-old sister for doing exactly what she was doing at her age. (laughs) Not helping and basically being flippant and just being lazy and you were moaning at her because she wouldn't help tidy the bedroom and wouldn't keep the bedroom tidy in the first place even though you were exactly the same at nine years old. At her age I was playing outside more than I was inside therefore I wasn't making as much of a mess as she is. I'll have you know that Temperance spends more time outside than you ever did. I used to go riding my bike around the, around the street. Yeah. Tempe spends nearly all day outside and would spend all day outside if she could get away with it. She's not one with nature, okay? <laughs> well, that's my complaint. You can't see that you were exactly the same as her at her age. Hey, I admit you it. You sit there and you moan and yeah. shout at her. I admitted it. The same thing. I've got the same thing with Leah and Sophia. Yeah. But you moan at us for things that you used to do when you were younger. Because I realised how flipping dangerous it was. Exactly! <laughs> I tripped over her toys it. and had put the radiator the other day. <laughs> oh, dear. It hurt. Like um, um, yeah, you used to ride handlebars. So you used to ride bikes. And carried over the handlebars. He didn't, he used to go over with the handlebars, he used his nose as a brake. He didn't stop him, he knew it was dangerous, but he didn't stop him. Exactly. Ryan, right with the world. Uh, see if everybody else has gone first. I'll go first on this one. Right, my gripe with the world, right, is mobile phones. Right? They all look the same nowadays. Right? Before, you had, uh, you know, back when they first started, you had the uh, Motorola Razor, which was uh, the cutting edge one. Yeah. You had the Engage, which is like a you know, part gaming machine, part phone. Uh, there was one that you had, Claire, I can't remember what it was, but it looked like a lipstick. It was a tiny little thing. Oh, that little square thing she had. No, it was, not. It was like a rectangle, tiny little thing. Yeah. It's like flipped up, yeah. yeah. Like, like that, wasn't it? About, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
that, you know, apart from every year, they seem to get thinner and thinner and thinner to the point where they need bending, right? Yeah. With all that nice, shiny back, metal backs or glass backs, things like that. And then because they're so thin and because they're, you know, scratched so fucking easy, you stick a case on it, which means it's no longer your thin, it's a great big bulky thing. So what's the fucking yeah. point in making it thin? Right? Then there's the battery life. Right? Back in the day, right, you could have a Nokia 3310, you charge it up, it'll last a week. Now you're looking if it lasts a full fucking day. Yeah. But it's got GPS and a camera and an MP3 player and it plays TV and films and you can video chat the people and it's got a calculator and an email and webs and things like that, right? And that's what drains the battery. I mean, you, what do you really need all this fucking shit? How much do you actually use on it, right? And then, yeah, the, um, the phone's starting off great big bricks and they gradually got smaller and smaller and smaller so you ended up with that lipstick one you had, right? And now it seems to be a thing about getting bigger. It's got to have a big fucking, half of them look like fucking tablets. You fucking holding a great big, look like Dom Jolly off um, Trigger, Trigger TV or whatever. You know, hello, I'm on the phone. <laughs> but even worse than mobile phones is watches, right? Years ago, you can buy a watch and it lasts. Yeah, you put it on, set the time, and it lasts a fucking year, if not longer. If you're looking at a stopwatch on it, if you're really looking and posh at a calculator on it, go to school and do your exams with a calculator watch. Why are you giving me the finger? I take it you did that. <laughs> oh no, exactly what you're on about, and you're jealous <laughs> of that one. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> right. But now you, you watch the uh, Apple. The new Apple um, ad where it's like, this watch tells time, also takes calls, takes your heartbeat, GPS, and all the rest of the crap. Yes, it might do, but the battery lasts about two fucking days. So, what's the point? When I've got a Fitbit, right, and I'm looking if it lasts five days, but even then it's shit because it, it, it cannot keep time, right? It has to be synced up to the phone or something to keep time because I've, uh, last time I charged, it's been, it's been flat for about three months now because I don't wear it. Because last time I wore it, it ended up about 12 hours out of date. But it's a fucking digital watch. How does a digital watch end up late? I can understand a mechanical one. But, no yeah. But anyway, that's my, that's my gripe. Watches and phones are getting worse. I thought technology was supposed to make things better. Yeah. <laughs> what? Any comments? No. No, you got it bang on, mate. It's, it's gone down the toilet, really. I thought you wanted to say something a minute ago. That's why I tapped it, because I was in the middle of a rant. Oh, also, the, the reason that um, phones last uh, less time as they used to is because they're brighter and there's more on the screen than there is back then. Yeah. But why spend all these millions and billions in developing phones every day? I mean, every year, well, every six months, it seems, there's a new fucking iPhone out. But why spend all this money on putting a new camera on or another camera? So you've got about ten Three cameras. cameras on it. <laughs> uh, a bigger screen and this, that and the other. Why not spend all that money trying to get a better fucking battery for it? Because it would make the phone thicker. And as you said, they're trying to make them thinner. Yeah, but... I'd rather have a thick phone that lasted a week. Yeah. And yeah. one you can actually drop. I mean, all these phones have now got Gorilla Glass and toughened glass. Yeah. Drop of right. iPhone from You smashed time. your phone today. I did it. Ethan broke his phone the other week. Uh, last week. <laughs> I've been through countless iPhones. Claire's been through countless iPhones. I've been through countless other phones as well. I've been through countless Nokia's. Because you drop them a couple of times and they just smash the pieces. Back in the day, you drop a 3310, if it didn't break the floor, right, and it actually snapped a bit, you'd go to the market, spend a 10 and get, a, get another case right. with your favourite football team or whatever on, right, yeah. and even the other way. Yeah. Don't dig at me. I've broken <laughs> countless Nokias. Huh? I've broken countless Nokias. Yeah, what you need is a 3210. 
<laughs> but anyway, that's my gripe with the world. Technology's supposed to get better, not worse. So, yeah. who's next? I'll go next. Oh, lady, lady, just said she'll go next. So, my gripe with the world is the expectations and requirements that you need for certain things. Right. So, the world says we need more people in the working community. We need more people within the healthcare community. So we need more nurses and things like that. But if you go ahead and you, you try and get into college to study it, or you try and get into uni to study nursing, the, the grades limit, uh, the grade expectations are so high. I'm like, yeah, I know I need to be smart, but I've come here to learn, not to show off. <laughs> Let yeah, me in. <laughs> I understand that, but again, you still need somebody who can, who can do the work. And the best way to find that out is if they've already held well with their college or school. Or but written work isn't always how people perform. No, it's true. But yeah, that, that's my gripe with the world. People are just too, too demanding. I take it you have, you're worried about getting into uni then? Yes. You'll <laughs> be fine. Now I get that in three days. That was right. you. <laughs> oh, You'll God. be fine. We can talk about it on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, you seem to want to go next, so... Yeah. My gripe with the world this week is... I can't remember what date it was this week, but we got a letter through the door from the Welsh government. Okay. Um, when we opened it up, it was a letter informing us that 14-year-olds can now vote. 14? Yeah. 14 years old are allowed to vote now. What? Main election or council election? All of it, apparently. Well, they're yeah. trusting teenagers right. to make smart choices. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I don't know if it's going to be the same in England or what else have yeah. But apparently, this is the way the world is going. Okay. And I, for one, do not agree with it. I think they're too young. They're still at school. They don't. They can't make their minds up which boyfriend they want, girlfriend they want, which pop bands they like. Me. <laughs> you know, not necessarily you, Lovey. Right. But. How can you expect them to make an, you know, a decision like that when Alvin man got a clue what politics is about? Paul, I'm 44 and I fit into that category. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my problem. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> but yeah, that's my. Yeah. That is my gripe this week with the world. I, I see where you're coming from from that. Yeah. There you are. Allow 14 year olds to vote. I can't imagine uh, Ethan being allowed to vote. That's weird. I don't think it's right to allow them to vote until they start teaching politics in school. Exactly. Unless they te unless they teach them how to be smart with politics, then it doesn't make sense to let them vote. Exactly. I mean, I said to Rachel, I said, who's, who's going to be elected as the next Prime Minister of England? Van Diesel? David Beckham? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my gripe. Okay, Claire. <laughs> well, my gripe sort of um, uh, it's not just about me. It's about about me mum more than anything. Not no, it's not a gripe with her. It's <laughs> <laughs> right now. My mum has breathing difficulties, so she can't wear masks, uh, a mask when she goes out. Mm -hmm. And. I just hate the fact that there are so many people trying to scaremonger people into wearing masks. You know, some of the comments she's had on her profile is unbelievable. You know, if you can't wear a mask, then don't bloody go out. You know? It's easier said than done. Well, how is she supposed to do a shopping? Exactly. You know, how is she supposed to go to the doctors for appointments? How is she supposed to go to the hospital? She has to go to the hospital for checkups. Mm. You know. And these, yes, I understand the point in wearing the masks, you know, because at the end of the day, it does give some protection, but it doesn't stop does, you. Doesn't from actually give it. Doesn't stop you. Give you. Doesn't give you protection. It, it gives, gives other, other people, people protection, protection from yeah. you. So, in my eyes, 
those that can't wear them because they have you know it's not just mum with breathing difficulties there's, there's women um that or and men that have suffered from domestic violence and you know they may have panic attacks because something's covering their face because you know maybe they've been pinned down or you know there's uh people that suffer with anxiety yeah i just i hate the fact that the world is so this is you know, the government stated that you have to do this fair enough but there is a, there's certain, certain rules and regulations there's certain people that have been exempt from it which mm. is fair enough but why should somebody sat behind a keyboard have a go at a person that you know could be mm. at, the, at the end of their tether you know in all fact that is to do with life keyboard warriors yeah they're just sad little people who's got nothing else better to do you know probably don't go out and sell sad sad lonely people and they just find it amusing to go on social media or um chat sites or what else have yeah and basically terrorize other people basically um the thing is it doesn't help that there are people out there who are arguing that I'm not wearing a fucking mask, I don't need to, I blah, 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 blah. And that's what winds a lot of people up. So when they see somebody not wearing a mask, it's already wild them up um, you know, to have a go. It's not right, but it happens, right? Um, also, there are people, because you can apply for a card, which means you don't have to wear one. But there's yeah, no... You know, you don't have to prove anything. You can apply. It's not a government thing. You can get a card from off the internet which says, I don't have to on Crusader. But, but you don't have to prove it. So there are a lot of people who don't need them, right? well, sorry, who do need masks, who have no reason not to wear a mask, but have got cards saying, I don't need to wear it. And I've seen it. Right? I've seen it in McDonald's the other week, uh, about, about a week ago. Some woman, oh yeah, uh, stack them and said, can you wear a mask? Oh, I don't need to, I've got this card. There was nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, fair enough. I will say, yes, I know there are people out there with invisible difficulties and things like that, but, you know, it just seems that people if take you get it whenever you want, you don't have to prove anything. So if you don't want to wear a mask, you get this card and you don't have to. People take but, advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's fair enough. But the main thing, right, I want to say, right, just lately it's been baking hot. It's been absolutely beating down sunshine. I cannot wait to see everybody's suntan with a great big <laughs> white patch across their mouth. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me, I ain't gonna get some tan. No, because you're indoors all the time. Yeah. No, she's gonna get some burn because that's what she's always like. She's gonna get uh, a sunbed. No. Sunbed. <laughs> I'll stay in the bed, but I ain't having a sunbed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, is that everybody? Yep. Right, we'll move on to funny things. I've forgotten about that one. Oh, I haven't. You useless sod. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Well, Claire hasn't got one then. So, um, why don't you go next then? Obviously, as I mentioned earlier, Lily died falling down a hill. Um, <laughs> but um, my funny thing was Temperance gave me a heart attack yesterday because we, we have pallets in our garden and they have nails sticking out of them, right? And she comes running to me, covering her eye, going, I've fallen over and hit my eye. And I'm like, oh, my God, where have you fallen over? And she goes, I fell over on the pallets. And I start panicking, thinking that she's, like, busted her eye open or something. Turns out she just fell and hit her eye and bruised it. Yeah, she's got a bit of a black eye this morning. <laughs> I forgot to tell you this. So, yeah, I, she gave me such a heart attack. She was crying her eyes out and going, my eye, my eye. And then started going, I can't see. It's really blurry. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so have we moved the pallets then? Hopefully I was like. No. 
She just needs to learn she to get it. She's out that plane on it. What are you on about? <laughs> right, so who's going next then? Uh, Claire can go next. Oh, no, Claire hasn't got one. So Paul can go next. One. Okay, so funny things said this week. Now, I can't remember what, exactly what it was, but someone has said something. And I just literally spun around and went, you can't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. Um, Fair enough. Liz just come, come out with, why would you pee on your back? And she's straight over her head. <laughs> I'll, I'll best be on my best behaviour. The missus just walked in. Oh, dear. Hello. Oh, you're right, You're behaving himself. I bet you ain't. <laughs> well, I see the car problem with this today. You change your switch off for our dinner. Yeah. That's amazing. I know, right? Hi. He's complaining to me about Animal Crossing, right? And for the past three days, he's been stuck to GTA. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should have Rachel on next week. Yeah, yeah. that's hard to me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, grass dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's been best friend Glenn of 30 years. I've grown up with him since I was knee high to a grasshopper. The lovely lady next to him is his daughter. Oh, lovely uh, lady? Wife. Right, no lady. Hi, Claire. Hello. That's great. That's what? This is one who surprised me by tying in her bedroom all by herself. Cool. Here I am. So, who's funny things in there? You've had yours. Mm -hmm. You've had yours. Right, mine then. Right, so, uh, nothing really funny's happened lately, but no. cold callers, right? <laughs> we often have cold callers at our house, you know, on the telephone, obviously, right? And, I usually sit and wind them up. Yeah, so you know, so, uh, you can usually tell the number from the yeah, off the screen there. So uh, you answer the phone. Yeah, hello, Helga's House of Pain. Right, I did that once, and it was actually Claire's work. And when she worked for Homestar, and uh, couldn't face the um, the uh, the secretary for a couple of days. <laughs> uh, well, Boston Clap Clinic or Boston Crematorium, you kill them, we grill them. Right, um, but a couple of times I've decided to go a little bit further. Right, we had a um, uh, one taking surveys, and uh, they must have run four or five times, always the same number, always about the same time. So, this one time they rang up. I answered the phone and she was like, yeah, blah, 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 I work for so-and-so, could you take this survey? Oh, yes, 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 just one minute, right? Hand over the phone, put it on mute, handed it over to Temperance, said, it's Santa Claus, tell her what you want for Christmas. <laughs> tell her what you want for Christmas. Unmuted it, gave her, she must have been on the phone for about six minutes, I don't know when the call, uh, I don't know when the caller gave up. <laughs> <laughs> recorded it yeah all the time that an insurance company rang me up about life insurance uh, for Claire so I went through all the questions and yeah blah 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 blah, blah and it's this much that much and eventually after about half an hour he turned around and says are you interested then oh yeah yeah very interested just one question if I push Claire down the stairs can I still claim? Oh, no, 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 that, you can't do that. It wouldn't be an accident. Well, I'm not fucking interested, then. Put the phone down. <laughs> it just... Cold calls really wind me up. You know? Yeah. Don't waste in my time. I like to waste theirs. <laughs> so, if that's that, we'll move on. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I can remember a time where someone rang you and you actually turned around and said, can I see some ID? Oh yeah, yeah. Because they wanted to know who, they wanted me to prove who I was. And I said, I think that's fine, but can you prove who you were? 
Well, it doesn't really work that way, Wayne. Sorry, I can't talk to you then. <laughs> right, so we'll move on. So I've actually got a question from the public. Wow. Really? Yeah. Right, it goes. I recently found out that a coyote can easily outrun a roadrunner. I was devastated. My childhood was ruined. What childhood lie devastated you when you found out the truth? Uh, we'll start with Paul. Well, mine is to do with He-Man. Okay. Uh, I found this out about, I believe it was about three months ago. Now, I grew up knowing He-Man alter ego was Prince Adam. Yep. He had a sister called Tila, who was she Yeah. Yeah. No, we're totally wrong. It turns out Tila slash she is actually He-Man's cousin. Okay. Fair enough. And that devastated me, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay then. Uh, Claire? Really got one. No childhood lie devastated you when you found out it was not even finding out Santa's fake or the Easter Bunny didn't exist. You what? You what? Santa's Claire, fake? Claire told me it's all Claire's fault. What? That's it. You, I'm you, upset. I'm divorce. divorce. As long as you say that fairies still exist, then that's all that matters. <laughs> no, they're just fairies, voices in your head. Still exist. I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> I got one. Just like you have a funny thing. So, what about you then? Mine was uh, all caused by Toy Story. Because I, I used to sit there and I used to talk to my teddy bears and like all that. And then I realised that they'll never come to life and it devastated me. I was really sad. <laughs> I was like, they were my only friends. How dare you hide oh. from me? <laughs> Okay then. Right, so <laughs> I have to admit that I was quite devastated, just like the uh, just like the um, person who sent it in. That I was quite devastated that I found out roadrunners are slower than coyotes. I mean, you know, all those years of watching roadrunner film uh, cartoons to find out it was completely wrong. But apart from that, I'm surprised Paul hasn't uh, uh, said the same thing. Unless he still doesn't know that it's a lie. And that is being told that Saturday morning wrestling was fake. Big <laughs> Daddy and Giant Haystacks were acting. Get out of it. I know. When I found that out as a child, I was devastated. It's real. It's the American stuff what's fake. WWE. <laughs> yeah. English wrestling. Oh, thank you. I hope that's true, but I don't think it is, unfortunately. I've always been brought up to know it's real. Uh, fair enough, uh, then. <laughs> so, then, we'll move on to Paul's question, which is... Oh, yeah. Who is your <laughs> favourite TV presenter? Bob? Who is your favourite TV uh, TV well, As a child? Yeah. As a child, who was my favourite TV presenter? Oh, um... So, we'll get Claire go first. Um, well, I've actually got two. Because I'm just greedy. Not that um, answer, Jack. Don't they win everything. Jack, actually. Um, it's... Pat Sharp, I thought he was brilliant on the Funhouse. Oh yeah. Um, and I also liked Philip Schofield um, in Going Live. And the Brinkman. Yep. Lady. So that's just messed everything up. The fact that he said that as a child now, because there wasn't actually any TV shows that had any TV show presenters that I could think of when I was younger. All right, just for you, who's your favourite TV presenter? Oh, mine, mine's RuPaul. Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's the best. He's a drag artist. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. Paul, do you want yours? yours? Mine. Mine's kind of a fictional character because 
on Gary's train, it was Nobby the Sheep. It, Fair enough. He, he was the presenter. Yeah, he was. And then Muver has got to be Philip Schofield with Gordon the Gopher. Yeah, I'm going live. Right. I have a problem. Right. And don't you? Yeah. Well, as a child, right, I looked up to a few presenters, right? One of which was Jimmy Savile, because according to Jim Fix it, he was generous and kind and he did all these things to help people and things like that. And he turned out to be a paedophile. Right? I also like the artist Rolf Harris. Right? He did all these wonderful paintings and he presented all these bits and pieces. And he turned out to be a paedophile. I also like the show It's a Knockout, presented by Stuart Hall. And he turned out to be a paedophile. <laughs> so, <laughs> eventually, I've had to settle on Noel Edmonds. You know, I used to love Noel's house party, and every Christmas he used to do Noel's Christmas presents, where he'd go out and find... You know, disabled children and this, you know, people who deserve presents and so he was wonderful. But but then he went completely bonkers because he he now runs a company which talks to depressed pets over the phone. What? Gives them counselling over the phone to cats and serious? dogs and things yeah. like that. Oh yeah, I'm completely serious. <laughs> All my childhood Presenters I looked up to are either paedophiles or completely nuts. Well, right, yeah. may come out as a paedophile as well. Oh, don't. I'll wait for Timmy Mallet to come out as a pedo. No, 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 he's a pedophile. Oh, <laughs> he's a pedophile. Can, 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 can you imagine Timmy Mallet as a paedophile? Oh, God. Do you want to go one? But, right. But your original question, before you had to change it because Claire said she didn't have one, right? Yeah. Was a sports person you looked up to. Yeah. And that was Eddie the Eagle. Because despite being totally crap and not knowing what he was doing, he didn't let not. anything stop him. No. Mm. As we, you know, being a darts player myself, growing up, mum was Eric Bristow. Yeah. You know, he's, it's something like three or five time world champion and everybody knew the craft, crafted Cockney for his finger up and his excellent dart skills. Yeah. Uh, I suppose mine would have to be Frank Bruno then. <laughs> All right, Frank. What's my nickname? Frank. Frank. <laughs> I don't have one because I'm a fat kid and I don't like sport. You're doing sport at college. No, I'm not. Not anymore. Well, you were doing, <laughs> you were doing sport at college. Yeah, but I don't pay attention to who's playing this sport. I just pay, pay attention to nothing. Okay, then. Right, so we'll move on. Question for the kids. <sighs> oh, sorry. Um, it's another question from Tempe. And it is, what's your favourite TV show character? What's hers? Hers is Joey from Friends. When, when, there, I, really. when I say TV show, we can include cartoons as well. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first? I'm going to have to say mine's going to be um, Thomas Shelby from uh, Peaky Blinders. No, I've never watched that. Is it good? Oh, you've got to watch it, mate. It's cracking. It's really good. Fair enough. I'll just give it a go. Claire? I don't know. I've got loads of them. I think I quite like. Um, I think recently it has to probably be Eleven from Stranger Things. Okay. I dump your ass. <laughs> I think my favourite is 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 Basil Fawlty. One of the greatest comedy characters ever. Yeah, Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mine, I have two, if it's like a 
TV show that isn't animated. It's Joey and Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. Just because they're funny and yeah, I relate. Um, Joey don't share food. Um, but I think my favourite character from a cartoon is probably... Um, I can't think of a cartoon that I really like, so I don't know. Uh, maybe that bit through London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, let's all move on. Right, I've actually got a charity appeal. We haven't got a sponsor yet, we're still looking for one, but I've got a charity appeal. Right, this is from the Lincolnshire Mounting Rescue, established 2013. They've had no fatalities in the last seven years, so they're doing well. Right, and if you if you're still not convinced that, yeah, what a great charity this is, listen to this harrowing story. I was halfway up scaling Willoughby Hills when I succumbed to altitude sickness and fell and hurt my big toe. I was stranded for hours with only a topic bar and a can of coke for sustenance. Luckily, a passing farmer saw me and called Winkington Mountain Rescue. And within four hours, they had arrived in their Ford Fiesta applied a cold compress and taking me to A&E. They saved my life, unlike A&E, who were very unhelpful, kicking me out, saying that a hurt toe wasn't serious enough. Right, that's just one of the two stories we've had <laughs> from Mountain Rescue, Lincolnshire Mountain Rescue. Right, so if you feel you want to support this charity, and want to make a donation, please make all donations out to getglinrichquick.com. I knew this was going to be serious. I knew it. If you, if you know Lincolnshire well, you know how big the mountains are in Lincolnshire. They're huge and scary. A bit like Snowden. Bum? A bit like Snowden. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 bigger than Snowden, yeah. Ow. It's like the Alps out here. Yeah. Mount Everest. So, they are trying to save up for a helicopter to get to the higher points in Lincolnshire. Currently, I have to use the air ambulance. You're like, you're like Steve Hill. <laughs> so, please, please support us. I said... Go to getlingbridgequick.com and pledge as much as you can. And that's it for the charity appeal. So, unless anybody else has got anything to say, we'll sign out. No, I'm good. So, um, thank you for listening again. Um, if you like us, subscribe and like and tell your friends and oh yeah all the usual rubbish i can talk about tell your best mate down the pub tell your goldfish tell your goldfish again <laughs> you know you, might, you would have forgotten by this week shout so. random strangers again we really have things to say get a megaphone yeah, yeah megaphone broadcast it on top of boston stump yeah. shout it off of a hill uh, off of a mountain when lincolnshire mountain rescue help, help you in fact, what we could do is we could tie a banner to the back of the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, if please send do, us your stories. Yeah, please send us your stories. Please. Um, and sponsor us. All your troubles. All your troubles. All your troubles. Uh, all your complaints about your partner, about your children, uh, about your the children. world. Or your jokes. jokes. Yeah. Joke. Funny stories. Uh, complaints of what we're doing right. Praises about what we're doing. I got, I got that wrong. Complaints about what we're doing wrong. Uh, congratulations on what we're doing right. Not like, having me back on the show. Get <laughs> the words out properly, that's the one. Yeah. I mean, they're that desperate to keep having a ginger tosser back, so. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Somebody to pick on. Oh, yeah. Right, here for the part of the next two weeks. We're, we're only here to get you in trouble, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I've established. Lady <laughs> uh, won't be here for the next two weeks. Unless least. I borrow your iPad. I need that for work, unfortunately. So unfortunately not. But um, we might miss her. 
You can have Rachel on instead. You can have Rachel on instead. Yeah, we can have Rachel on instead. And yeah, she can, tell you what, next week it'll be me and Rachel. She can give us a gripe about you. She could. I'll tell her when, when I get back in the front room. But it's like throwing him in the wand. She can't have the great big list. Like, <laughs> she just <laughs> whips out a scroll. We're <laughs> only on for an hour at most. Uh, not next week, mate. It'll be um, at least 24 hours long. <laughs> Probably 48. Okay. <laughs> okay, then. Watch it to 72. What's the, uh, the most important thing. Come back. Come back. Come back. Please come back. I'm sure you listening. I didn't mean none of it. I didn't mean none of it. <laughs> oh, you liar. <laughs> Why have you got your fingers crossed? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> your eyes crossed instead. <laughs> Okay then. Right then, as I said, uh, thank you for coming back. Thank you for Paul coming back. You're welcome. Uh, if you know, like I say, I'll be here next week with the wife, or future wife. I'll be here with the wife. And Beyonce. hope to see you all next week. Nah, the wife. She, she, might, she, might, the wife. she might moan enough to be your wife, but she's not actually your wife yet. That's where I'm getting confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then. So if Paul's still alive next week, we'll all see you again next week. Yeah, Sayonara. 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 Cheers.